Hello, friends. We are interrupting Healing Hearts to remind you April is not just a month. It's a call to action. This month, we celebrate Volunteer Appreciation and Child Abuse Prevention Month, recognizing those who give their time and hearts to protect our most vulnerable. Every child deserves a life filled with love, safety, and normalcy. But sadly, not every child experiences this. That's where we, as a community, step in. Our amazing volunteers are the unsung heroes working tirelessly to advocate for children's well-being. They're the voices that speak up, the hands that reach out, and the hearts that care deeply. But the fight against child abuse needs much more than just appreciation. It needs action. This April, we invite you to participate in our efforts to protect children, provide them with the normalcy they deserve, and advocate for their rights. Visit www.speakupforkidspbc.org to find out what you can do to amplify the voices of our volunteer advocates. Remember to engage with us on social media. Participate and protect because every child deserves a champion and that champion could be you. Now back to Healing Hearts. Welcome to Healing Hearts, a podcast from parents speak up for kids. In keeping with the overall mission of 100% advocacy for the foster community, Healing Hearts covers topics of interest for foster children, foster parents, and those who advocate for both. We are your hosts, Sophia and Tanya. Hello, everybody. Just for a brief background of myself, I am a senior and I've been working with Students Speak Up for Kids, which is a subset of Speak Up for Kids, the organization. I've been working for them for about three years and I worked as a chapter leader last year and this year. I worked as an intern over the summer and as an engagement coach and now I'm here. I'm very dedicated to this cause and I'm so grateful to be here with everybody. And I am Tanya. Um, I'm a writer, content creator, child advocate, mom and wife. I am uh, involved with Speak Up for Kids and the Guardian Ad Litem program and have been for just about 10 years in some capacity or the other. In today's episode, we are discussing tips for navigating the holidays. So in speaking to foster parents, um, the overarching themes for them were um, they know that adults have let kids down. Their hope is that you will open up to them and that um, that you can trust them over time. Um, they also want their kids to know, it's a place with them to know that they see you as part of their family for however long you're meant to be with them. Uh, they also, they can't say that they know what you're going through. They can't pretend to understand. They can only imagine how difficult the whole situation is for you and do their best to be there in whatever way you need them to. Finally, uh, they really do want to do their best, even if they don't communicate it in the best ways. So talking to the foster parents for a second, I think another overarching theme is to expect the unexpected. 
there are going to be a lot of times where your expectations are not always met and you should try to be okay with that balance, that sort of pull and tug. Setting your own level of expectations once you've met um, the foster kids that you are hosting is definitely going to be key to keeping your stress levels at a minimum as well as theirs doing your best to make them feel included and involved in your traditions, but also not forcing it on them if they push back. One of the best ways that you can help is to create traditions that you have with your foster children and being able to have that memory for them to keep because those are the lasting experiences that you want them to take on once you go through the holidays and beyond and also giving them time to take in all of the events or activities that you potentially have planned it can be very overwhelming because the holidays can be stressful just in general but specifically as a foster child and rather than rushing from activity to activity focusing on downtime or potentially just being there with your child and listening there's also that aspect of whatever the foster child is dealing with prior to the holidays so if your foster child is neurodiverse and potentially could have trauma around the holidays putting up a tree that has a bunch of lights and putting a bunch of things in the yard can definitely be very overwhelming and giving them that downtime, giving them that chance to breathe is 100% going to be beneficial. Right, right. And I think like even foster parents, you can only, I think it's with anything. You can go to school and learn as much as you want, right? You can take all the classes for fostering, do all the things, but it doesn't become real until you have a child in front of you and you have to apply it all. Yeah. And then every time after that, every time another child is brought to your home, you get to apply it all over again and it's going to look different. Exactly. And I also think that with every child that comes, you're faced with a new set of problems that you might not have experienced before. Like you might have every single foster child be, you know, neurodiverse. And then the next one has a completely different aspect that you've never heard of and you don't know how to deal with that, but you're taking the time to communicate, you're taking the time to listen, and that helps for everybody. It does. Absolutely. I think the other thing to point out is family connections, right? So um, in my personal experience, I worked with... um, I I was assigned a child as a child advocate and he had five other siblings placed in different homes throughout the county. One of those foster parents um, made it their, their mission to ensure that all of the kids got together every Saturday. So he would stay with them in the park. Unfortunately, the foster family that um, my child was placed with, he wasn't able or the family wasn't able to accommodate those weekly visits. So we want to ensure that those familial connections are maintained because the child, especially in a situation where a child, the plan is reunification. We want them to maintain those, um, those connections. Yeah. And then 
One last sort of tip for the holidays is gift giving. Receiving gifts can be very overwhelming as well. And you should try to consider that your foster child might not have experienced gift receiving before, or they might not have gotten gifts, tangible gifts before. So consider allowing that child to open their gifts in private or alone. Talk with them, communicate that plan so that it's not a point of conflict day of. And also trying to focus on giving experiences rather than those tangible gifts. Because one of these big sort of realization moments is that it might not be possible for the biological parents or for the next group home foster parent to provide the same support or gifts that you have given or accommodate those gifts that you have given. That is a really good point. Um, I had a case at one time where a child was aging out of care, meaning they were turning 18. And, you know, in his um, in his youth, when asked what he wanted for his birthday, he said he wanted a flat screen television. And the group home board, they bought him a 60-inch flat screen television. Sadly, he was not able to take that with him when he left and that gift remained in that group home. He didn't even get to plug it in. So, you know, even in our um, our endeavor to give what a child asks for or to make the occasion memorable, we do want to temper that with just like the reality of what comes next to them. Thank you, everybody. I also want to wish you guys the best of luck with this entire season. We know that it can be stressful, but I think understanding these themes that we talked about and especially communicating and listening on both ends of the spectrum, foster kids and foster parents can benefit everybody greatly. Thank you for tuning in today. New episodes of Healing Hearts premiere every two weeks, so follow us on Spotify for more. For more information about Parents Speak Up for Kids, to submit a show idea or questions, or to appear as a guest, email parents at speakupforkidspbc.org. Until next time, remember, the heart is like a garden, and it needs tending to heal and grow. You've been listening to Healing Hearts.